Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'd like to introduce Natalie Forbush. It's nice to have you here with us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, you've actually, uh, you're married to Steve Forbush. We had him on the program a few months ago. Yeah. yeah uh, and he, uh, I guess he felt good about the interview or he it went did, all right. Yeah. Yep, it was <laughs> He did a good job. He it did. was nice to, to share. Well you were also LDS, yes, right? And uh, tell us a little bit about your time as a Latter day Saint. Well, I was basically born and raised LDS. And here here in Utah. Here in Utah. I've yeah. always been in Utah. Yeah. Um, most of my family is still LDS. Wow. And you know, we were just a typical <laughs> LDS family. We went to church every Sunday. My yeah. dad um served as, um, I can't remember, just different, just different calling. So we were pretty yeah. active. My mom yeah. was always active in Young Women's with us and wow. primary. So yeah. we were all pretty active. Family home evening. Family home evenings. Yeah, the they stuff. still do that every did get, Monday. Did you get baptized at eight? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that very well? I do. I do yeah. remember that. Um, I do remember that my parents... I mean, they didn't push it. They obviously wanted me to do sure. it, but they did tell me uh, that it was my choice whether or not I wanted to be baptized. But it was kind of like it's your choice, but you're you're gonna do <laughs> you're, it. It was like the day of the baptism. Well, and they talk about it for years <laughs> yes. before. Well, when you turn eight, and yeah. aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. So you're turning eight now. You're getting baptized. Right. And, yeah, I always thought that was interesting. I, I, I can understand having us on the records of the church, mm-hmm. but when you're actually thinking about being baptized and turning your life over to Christ, it's kind of hard to imagine an eight-year-old, in most cases, being able to really to really do that. To did, you, did you feel that at all? <laughs> no, I just was excited because it was something that I had always heard yeah. that you just do at eight. Yeah, so. you just do. Mm-hmm. And then so you're in primary and yep. did you take seminary and I stuff did. when you were I, in, the, in high school? And I did. I went to seminary and yeah. young women's. And yeah, and your mom was in young women with she you? She was. Well, that's mm-hmm. kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah, to, it was. To, and do you, you feel like you had a testimony of Joseph Smith? and? I felt like I did, but it was more, I always questioned things in the church. And I think ever since I was a child, I just questioned everything. It's kind of how our son is too, which is really cool. (laughs) Takes after mom or or dad. (laughs) Right. But, you know, there were questions that I kind of always played around with. And it was mostly centered around who is God and kind of... Really? Even as a young person? Yeah. Just asking my dad questions about, you know, God always being and which, you know, they have a great answer for that. Yeah. <laughs> did did you accept his answer? I mean, did it make sense to you? And it did. Yeah. What was he telling you, for example? Just that God was once a man, and you know, had lived and became exalted into God, and um, and that you know, we're just a result of his exaltation, basically. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure if the if I say this right that the church is trying to pull away from that doctrine. I don't really think they are, but I know there's some people that are saying, well, that's not really what we 
yeah, believe. believe. Have you heard that? I have, yeah. And I think that a lot of LDS people just don't know what they believe. It's just kind of what they've learned or yeah. have been taught, and they just go along with it. But there's what no question that our doctrine is, is that God was once a man right. on some earth, mm -hmm. a sinful man probably, right? Uh, and that we as sinful men can eventually become a God if we do all the steps that we're supposed to. Right. Kind of a strange thing. Anything else that bothered you as a young person? Um, or as a young adult, I guess? And you know, just, I guess I would just kind of always ask questions. Um, yeah. There were things that I dated a, guy that yeah. was going on a mission and so he would come home from his missionary prep classes yeah. and kind of talk to me about that when I was in high school and like some of the stuff he said I'm like what <laughs> like I, I don't know I've never heard that and you know it's just things that I didn't even realize were in the actual doctrine yeah. you know but yeah, we're just kind of, and we bear our testimonies, you probably went to girls camp and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and you sit around the campfire and I'll bear your testimony, or everyone does, just kind of the basic uh, testimony that we all All have, all it's said. kind of a cookie cutter testimony. Yeah, you know? and we just say it, I guess, and yeah. I don't know, it just, it's kind of an interesting concept. So what happens then after high school? or? Well, after high school, um, I met Steve, my okay. husband now, and we dated for a little while, and he was a little bit more rebellious, and <laughs> I was a little bit more naive, so I kind of... Um, started questioning things a little bit more as, you know, I kind of became a little bit more rebellious too. And now, was he active in the church or were you he, active together? I was active. Then? I would still go and he would go with his parents on Sundays because they, you know, they said, yeah. if you're going to live here, you're going to go to church and <laughs> kind of the same thing with me. And my parents were struggling a little bit in their marriage during that time. Oh, and really? so I would go with Steve and his family a lot to church on Sundays. To the Mormon church, yeah. the Mondays church. How was your family feeling about you and were they? They just thought I was being rebellious. Okay. Yeah. And figured you'd, they probably prayed for your salvation. Or yeah. Your... And they still do. My name still goes on their temple roll, so. Does it really? Yeah. Isn't that nice? A good oh, yeah. feeling, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> and so, so you were going to church with, with his family and yeah. stuff and that was... Were you questioning then, too, as well? I was um, a l little bit more because Steve's sister, Amy, had become a Christian, and we hung out with her. And she was Latter-day Saint, too? She was, oh. uh -huh, but her husband wasn't, and so I think they were just kind of searching for something, mm. and they um, went to a Christian church, and mm -hmm. they both received Christ and were baptized, and... Um, I remember Steve coming back and saying, oh, my sister wants us to come to church with her. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we went, and it was just really weird. I think Steve said in his interview it was just very bizarre compared to what we had been used to. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody just sits there quietly in the LDS church, but it was completely different. This was music and yeah. worshiping Christ. It was. It was actual worship, which was kind of cool, but threw me off at first. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it is a little different. Now, you mentioned a, a little phrase, receive Christ. This was mm -hmm. Amy had done that, mm -hmm. uh, his sister. Is that, uh, now you had a testimony of Jesus at this point and yeah, as I, a Mormon. I had a testimony of Jesus, and but it was a completely <laughs> diluted testimony of him and who he was. And my, you know, my aspect of what he was or who he was was completely wrong according to what the Bible says 
who he is. And yeah, so, we have this kind. I mean, because a Latter Day Saint would say, "Well, I've received Christ," or I. Right. But we, it's not really the same Christ, is it? No, I mean, you might know two guys named John, but that doesn't mean they're, mean they're the same John, you know, so. That's a good point. Well, what are some of the differences? I mean, you. Well, for one, you know, just Christ's deity. They, LDS people, as an LDS person, I didn't believe that Christ was God in the flesh. I didn't even know. I hadn't even heard that. Right. I thought he was just my older brother, right. just like Satan. And, and he kind of came along first. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and he chose, you know, God chose him to be the Savior because he had a better way than Satan. And, you know, it's just to recognize him as my personal Savior is just so different than what yeah. I thought he was. As an LDS person. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I heard or read just recently a general authority that had said that Christ had to earn his salvation. Yeah. That's, Is that just absolutely, it's so contrary to what I believe now, what you believe as, as a Christian. Yeah. That meant that he had to come to the earth. Right. He had to get baptized. He had to be tested. He had to, he had to perform right. and do what he did in order for him to be saved. Which kind of takes all the love out of it, you know, if it was something that he had to come do to gain, you know, that's something he would be benefiting from by coming here. Right. And, you know, it's opposite of what the Bible teaches us, that it's because of God's love that Christ died for our sins. That's right. And so, you know, it's just, it's completely different. It, yeah. and, and on surface levels, it might seem like it's the same or sound like it's not that different, but it's... It's just a complete difference. Completely different. Yeah. So you would say probably that Mormons aren't Christian yeah, I would, in that sense. <laughs> I would say if they're following the doctrines specifically of that church and they believe that Christ is their older brother, then yeah, I would say. But, you know, only God knows everyone's heart. And That's so true. I believe that there could be people who do believe in Christ that are maybe struggling still in the Mormon church yeah. and have, you know, struggles with the doctrine and everything, but yeah. only God knows that, but I think for the most part I would say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that they're not. That they're not, yeah. So you go to church, uh, you, did you keep going to this uh, church then with the music and the worshiping? and? Yeah, we did. And, and were you also going to a Latter-day Saint church? We were. Too? Oh, yeah. you were? Yeah, we were both going of to them. Both, and I can't remember if we'd go both each time. I think it was maybe one week here, one week there, yeah. so. And, and did you have children at this point? Or? We didn't, no, we oh, were still okay. dating at this oh, point. Oh, okay, so. okay. So what kind of drew you a little more from the church then? Or anything special? Well, you know, my sister-in-law now, um, my husband's sister, she would talk to me all the time. We'd go to church with them, and then we would have these heated battles in her living room, and just, talking about you were God. defending the church I was defending the okay. church and you know a lot of what she was saying made sense to me but I just hadn't searched it I hadn't learned who God was at that point yeah. and I didn't understand God's love at that point completely did she talk about grace and works that she, kind of stuff yeah she did and you was know that foreign to you it was yeah yeah it was completely foreign in fact that was like the m moment before my salvation I mean, what was playing in my head, I think we were having this, like, huge debate. And I don't even know what it was about, but I just remember thinking, that's too easy, that's too easy. And then my very next thought was, if God loved us that much, He would make it that easy. You know, because Mormons think, wow. you, you say you can just believe and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is it, because He took all of that for us. We don't have to do it, because we can't, our righteousness 
we it's don't like, have any we rags. We don't. Isn't yeah, it's like filthy rags. <laughs> so. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And so where the Mormon church is probably the epitome of works. Right. I mean, you have to do all these different things in order to be saved. Right. Christ said, uh, he that believeth in me hath everlasting life. Right, right. And that is love, you know. Love is giving up for someone else. And that's exactly what Christ did. You yeah. know, he laid his life down. He gave us. us a free gift. He did. And when you get a gift, there's no work involved. Right. Otherwise, it's not a gift. Yeah, and I didn't understand that. And all right. the scriptures, and there's so many mm -hmm. in the Bible, they didn't mean anything to me when I was reading the Bible before. Yeah. Had you read much of the Bible before? I had a little bit, but it was mostly the Book of Mormon that yeah. I stuck to. Yeah, so. that's kind of what we're encouraged to do right. by the prophets and all. Right. So Amy had a lot of influence in, in this. So what did you share with her right at that moment? Kind of... Uh, was this what you would consider your, when you were spiritually regenerated at this point? And yeah. You, all I, of a sudden your eyes are open? Yeah, it, and that's totally what it's like. It's like a light bulb going off or just something, you know, a veil going over your... I don't know what it is. It's just the blinders come off and now you can see, you know. And it's, and it's just different. It's just completely different. So, yeah, I did pray with her that night. Did you? I, yeah. She must have been excited. Yeah, it was really exciting because it was a long time of the battles. Was so, it? Yeah. <laughs> and all this discussion. And she, yeah. Where was Steve with all this at this point? Um, he had already received Christ. He had done, um, he had gotten one of those little, like, pamphlet, pocket yeah. Yeah. gospel things. And he prayed in the car just when he was coming to pick me up from work one day. And he told me, <clears throat> excuse me, that he had received Christ and actually like he did before we were married. And wow. mine wasn't until after we were married. But I told him, I'm like, I'm not marrying you if you're not going to be Mormon. So <laughs> it was kind of, that lasted like three seconds. So. Yeah, you were in love. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how long, when, when was this experience or exchange with Amy? Um, is that so a lot of years later? Or? Yeah, well, it was about... Probably six months to maybe a year after mm. we had gotten married. So I bet Steve was excited that... Yeah, it was just at that point we were more yoked together, you know, because yeah. I think after he had received Christ, I think it was just such a battle for him because he would still come to the LDS church with me after we were married. But And that was hard for him, It probably. was hard, yeah. yeah. And the bishop brought us in at one point and said, I want you guys to go through the temple because we weren't married in the temple. and. I'm sure that for him that was really hard because yeah. he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so what did you, uh, did you continue studying or you started reading the Bible? What, uh, what did you do next? Yeah, I started doing, um, I started looking into the Mormon church a lot more and then also reading the Bible and I did a lot of Bible studies with my sister-in-law who's an amazing teacher and and you just, were just able to see things that you'd never seen before. Now, yeah. you made an interesting comment. You started studying more about the Mormon church. Right. And I do think that most of us that have left the church, if not all of us, know more about church history and doctrine oh, than yeah. we did when we were members of the church. Oh, I agree completely. There's yeah. things that I'll bring up to my parents that... They still don't know yeah, anything Yeah, they about. just don't. And they don't care to, really, you know. Yeah, that's the other sad part, isn't it? Yeah, it you know, is. They're, I don't know what they're afraid of exactly, because if it's true, 
it really ought to stand up. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think I've told them that before, you know, because they've said, like, my mom will say, well, you know, you can believe what you believe and I'll believe what I believe. And I'm like, but we're talking about salvation here. Yeah, it's, it's not just everybody's okay. What you color know? car is right. you going to buy right. or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, oh, it's, it's so hard to share, too, because they, mm -hmm. they just don't want to listen. They don't want to. They don't yeah. want to hear, and and yet we're f kind of full of it, aren't we? I mean, yeah. we we can't get enough of the Bible and yeah. Jesus, and and we want to share. And I think especially like right after you get saved too, because you're so on fire at that point, and you still are throughout your Christian walk. Yeah. And but it's just for me, I was so excited to share the gospel with my family and. And but also because I felt a little betrayed too by the LDS Church. Hmm. Um, just I felt so lied to and so I wanted them to see you know and I wanted them to understand God's grace and love. And and did you have much success there? Not <laughs> a whole lot. My one sister has accepted Christ. Oh and praise God. My other sister possibly has. I'm not <laughs> sure. She still goes to the LDS the church, church but she'll talk about Christ a little bit differently than yeah. like a, a normal Mormon. Well so. Natalie you mentioned something to me uh, earlier about a movie that you had seen. Mm -hmm. Could you explain that a little bit and what you what you saw? Sure. It's, was? It was called The Lost Book of Abraham. And, and who, who produced that? Do you know? Do you know? I, I don't know for sure. I can find but out. But it was about the Book of Abraham in, our, mm -hmm. in the Pearl of Great Price. It was, okay. yeah. So Joseph Smith had received some papyrus from a traveling antiquist yeah. salesman and he said that he could translate them. And Nobody, you know, could translate them in the Americas at that point. They and, didn't know Egypt, Egyptology right, or right, you know, yeah. Egyptian. Yep, so yeah. he said that he could translate them and nobody could verify that here close enough to him. So, um, you know, it became the lost book of Abraham. Well, years later, the church had I believe it was the church that had received the, the papyrus. In 1967, yeah. they found them in New York. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, when they went through and... There are Egyptologists now that now can, we can decipher them. It, yeah. it, it was like burial records or something. It has wasn't nothing, nothing to, to do, do with it. Yeah. Abraham. Yeah, so it's just mind-blowing, you know. And I was shocked at how many people, and, and I've asked a lot, they have never heard of this. The, the, they've heard of the Book of Abraham, but they never heard that we received or found the the papyri, and the church was excited about it. I mean, right, they were, until they found out what it was. <laughs> yeah, until they found out that it didn't prove Joseph Smith was a prophet. Right. And now you never hear about it at all. Right. But they're there. Well, the interesting thing about that, too, is I was telling my mom about it one time, and I'm like, you should just really just watch this. Check you know, this it's out. not yeah. going to hurt you. Yeah. Just watch it. And she said, well, is that, is, is that anti-Mormon? Because they ask us in our bishop interview for our temple recommends, if we associate with anything anti-Mormon. So I can't an honestly answer that yes or no if, you know, if I watch this. So it was such a fear-based response oh because she was so scared that she wouldn't live up to some sort of standard yeah. that she wouldn't even look into it. She wouldn't watch it. So wow. yeah. I think the wording is something. Do you affiliate or 
with any groups or individuals who practice doctrines not approved by the church or um, something like that. Yeah. And so it, it probably does put them on the spot. Yeah. But there are things even in their own doctrine, of course, that's controversial and, and they don't have answers for. Well, tell us a little bit more about your Christian walk. Now, you, you do have two children now mm -hmm. and you go to a church. Right. You go to campus. We do go to campus. Yeah. Yep. Tell us about that a little bit. Oh, we What's love it like? there. Yeah. We love it. It's just, there's such a freedom there. And we've been to other Christian churches and some of them have felt, you know, we have felt a sense of legalism still a yeah. little bit. And it's not coming directly from the pulpit, but there is a sense of it almost. Yeah. So who's your so, pastor? Um, Sean McCraney. Okay. Yeah. And how does he teach the Bible? He just teaches, you know, straight from the Word. And he <laughs> goes verse by verse. And that was another thing a lot of other churches we've seen have done topical. And I think that's good and you can learn a lot. But I just think like studying the Word word for, you know, verse yeah. by verse is really, really important. Especially where we as more, former Mormons had, or as LDS, we just had really a, not a lot of respect for the Bible, did we? No, it I was mean, just it kind was, of a... Yeah, it was just one of the books we carried yeah. around, but we really felt, I've heard people even say they felt guilty reading the Bible if they hadn't been reading the Book of Mormon yeah. before. Yeah. And so it's a real joy to have, uh, and we also go to Sean, Pastor McCraney's uh, church, and, and we just love the fact that he goes through the Bible verse mm -hmm. by verse. It means so much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and the kids love it? They do. Yeah, yeah. It's there's not a huge children's ministry, but what there is, they just love. In fact, if there's a Sunday where we can't make it or something, they say, aren't we going to church today? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so a little unusual, it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. So you they know. just love it. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, it's such a difference, and mm -hmm. and I guess I, I'd ask you about, um, you've kind of mentioned it, but Jesus means so much more to you now. Yeah. What, uh, what does he mean to you now? Well, he's just everything, you know. He's the, he's the beginning and the end of my life, and, you know, hopefully my children's lives and their children's, and yeah. so. So you've started a wonderful legacy that way. And he so. is God, isn't yeah. he? He is. And he loved us so much that he'd come to the earth. Mm -hmm. and sacrifice himself and pay for all of our sins. What, what does that give you as a, as a Christian? It just gives me such like a sense of hope and peace, yeah. you know, and just freedom to just be able to love. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because I was thinking a lot about this lately, just how, and this is something I've talked about with Amy a lot too, that when you're living a life of legalism, it's all self-focused. You know, am I good enough? Am I living up? Am I Isn't doing that this? True. But when you understand grace and you get grace, it it relieves you and gives you that freedom to look at other people and say, "How can I help you? How can I love you? What yeah. do you need?" You know. And you're not as judgmental. Yeah. There's not as much pride. Yeah. You're more accepting of other people. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, because you understand that we're all sinners. It doesn't matter. You know, the Bible says. Whoever keeps the whole law and stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking all of it. So yeah. we're all guilty of all of it. We all fall short. Now, I think the LDS might say that they know they're not perfect, mm -hmm. but they don't portray that. No. They try to make it look like they're, but that's all legalism, isn't it? It is. It is. And there's just such a... There's a pride, pride and, and judgmental. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there really is. And it's... You know, even within families, I see it with my mom and her sister. It's like this battle, like keeping up with the Joneses almost, you know. And 
well, my kids are doing this. Well, my kids are doing this. And, yeah. you know, well, we're doing, I don't know. You kind of, and it's so up and down. It is. Because mm -hmm. if, you've, if you've gone to the temple that day, then you're good to go for a while. But if you haven't gone to the temple for a few days or weeks or something, and you, or months, I guess, mm -hmm. you'd say, oh, well, you know what, you just, you don't feel right, and you feel like you're letting God down, or right. like you're going to be judged for that. and. Yeah, uh, are your prayers different now as a Latter Day Saint and uh, as a Christian? Yeah, definitely. I think that the prayer as a Latter Day Saint, I was always trying to say the perfect words, especially when it was. I didn't really pray on my own, but when I prayed out loud, it was. <laughs> I just wanted to speak very eloquently, and yeah. you have the right things to say. And you know, I would even think in my head before I prayed, like, what am I going to pray? What am I going to say? Rather than let the Spirit kind of guide. Yeah, and now it's just like a conversation with God, you know? Well, I know one of the big things about Mormonism is the culture that we leave as, mm -hmm. as a Latter-day Saint. Is there a culture in Christianity? I think so. I and think there's a social aspect and fellowship. and Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. you know, I think that's what being connected to the body of Christ is. You know, yeah. people, I mean, Joseph Smith said, well, there's all these different denominations. And, you know, we might have different denominations, but we're all part of the body of, the of, body of, Christ. of Christ. And and the worship and the focus is on Jesus, mm -hmm. which is where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You know, we go to campus, but our kids are involved in a Christian program called Awana mm. at another church. So oh. we get fellowship. And nobody cares about that. No. And, yeah. you know, it's just kind of there's the fellowship if you want wow. it. So neat. Yeah. Well, Natalie, we've almost run out of time. Mm -hmm. You've got a few seconds, so would you tell the LDS, what would you tell the LDS people when if, you talk to them? I would just give any LDS person the advice to search out and don't be scared to question. I mean, God gave us our hearts, and which is a big focus for them, but he also gave us our minds. And, you know, the it's so important to use your mind and to think and to see what God left in his word because yeah. he left it for a reason yeah so. and you know what joseph smith's the only one that's given us any doubt about the bible i don't know if the mormons really believe that or not mm. but the bible is proven archaeologically i know that's and the thing everything else and and yet we don't trust it but that's because of joseph smith yeah and Thanks, Natalie. I appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Remember, you're choosing between the gospel of Joseph Smith and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music